Here at PCA, we use the phrase, established for life. Well, the life part really begins after we leave the halls of Prestonwood. So, where are they now? How are they reaching the world? These are the inside stories of lions leaving legacies and our journeys with Jesus. I'm Veronica Erickson, the Director of Alumni Relations, and this is Life Talk. Welcome back to another episode of Life Talk. I'm Veronica Erickson, and who do we have here? Mr. Dan Panetti. I'm still here. Okay, well, good. Yep. How was homecoming? It was fantastic. It really was. I did you or did just you not? one left. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's our 14th homecoming, though, so... We've we've done homecoming. Oh, you have time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. In some years. 14th homecoming. Woo-hoo. Now, did you or did you not have a special role in homecoming this year? I did not. Oh, I, I called the yes, game. Yes, you okay, did sorry. call the game. No, okay, I forgot know. about that. Yeah, I know. No, actual, the actual game, the actual homecoming game. Mm-hmm. Um, PCA played uh, Trinity, and we beat mm-hmm. Trinity. We really beat Trinity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got to I got to actually announce the game, which was tons of fun. I know. So. You did a couple alumni shout-outs. A couple alumni shout-outs. You, there were some alumni there, which was awesome. There were some great alumni there. Yes. So thank you to everyone who came out for homecoming. Um, we have a very special guest today. All of our guests are special. Yes. But this one's kind of unique. Yes. I completely <laughs> agree. I completely agree. And um, we were chatting a little bit before this podcast because... Yes. Our guest today is Jerry Baptiste, yes. and I, you know... Or, as people mostly called him when, we, when he was here, everybody pronounced the D in his name. Right. Right? Yeah. And he always would be like, it's not to Jerry, it's, it's Jerry. It's Jerry. <laughs> right. That so Jerry. I, I said it correctly. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. Thank so, you. But, so, But some people would be like, who's that? Exactly. But <laughs> so, Jerry, Welcome. Thank you so much, Veronica. We are so glad you're here today. We and, are. We're um, really glad you're here. Yeah, and so what it. I was saying was Dan and I were chatting, and we've talked a little bit about people coming on and those yeah. in the pipeline, and then he said, oh, I've got you know this great guy, Jerry, who you were a 2015 grad, yes. so you were a little bit behind me, and I'm thinking, oh, this guy sounds terrific, and then I realized I saw you in church a few weeks yes. back, and um, and so I made the connection later, and um, it's so good to finally have you in today. So we're going to chat all about what you're up to, and um, I know that a lot of our alumni listening are definitely intrigued to see where your life path has gone yeah. since yeah. graduating. What, yeah, what happened yes. to Jerry? Where did he go? It's yeah. true. Where in the world was Jerry? Because you've kind yes. of been all over the place. I have kind of been all over the place, yeah. indeed. Um, thank you so much for having me. Dan, Wonderful. Thank you very so, much for the introduction. Absolutely. Catch us up to speed a little bit. So you graduated in 2015 yep. from Prestonwood, mm-hmm. um, and you went where? Which college? Yes. So I graduated in 2015. I before that, I committed to play basketball at uh, Vanderbilt University. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my main goals when I was committing to the school was because of the academic prestige of it. Mm-hmm. And at the like time, like most of our athletes, yes, I mean, right? Actually, right? <laughs> let's just, yes. let's just He's say a that. renaissance man. Like let's mo- talk most about Most of it. our athletes yeah. look first for academics, and then they also say, yes. "By the way, do you play sports?" Yes. And that, that was Jerry's world. But well, this was true, Jerry's world. Did you mean to do <laughs> no, that? Oh, new definition. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, so very strong academics. I very remember strong. you speak several different languages. Yes. Am I right? Bien sûr. Okay. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Je parle français, anglais, espagnol, et le creole. I speak French, Spanish, creole, and 
English. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. I mean, my four years of Spanish, Mr. Garcia, thank you very much. I never had doctora when I was here. Like yeah. that, I, I, I just can't even... Did you take language when you were here? Pair. I did not. I had already test out of okay, it. Okay, good. Of I, course, I, I, he didn't I, have to take the languages when he was here. I was just making here. sure. Yeah. Like, that would have been, so, that'd have been oh, cheating. Oh, my word. Okay, so, yeah. so for many reasons and more, you select Vanderbilt yes. for... Yes, that was... Undergrad, yeah. Yes, that was many the main reason because I had some other really good options like UConn, Oregon, SMU, and you know I had some really good other options that I could have gone to Nebraska. You know, some mm-hmm. really high basketball program at the time. UConn had just won a championship, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but yeah, again for me, since I was very young, I've always you know trying to you know take outside let's say to understand what's going on in mm-hmm. my world because i grew up in haiti i didn't come to the states until i was about well, 15 years old mm. and growing up you know we used to have a lot of you know government problems and then we would have those people coming in basically trying to establish peace mm. and mm. those there would be those cars you know they would have this symbol called cd which is called diplomacy and that's when I was very intrigued about, okay, Haiti, you know, I wanted to be involved in those kind of changes mm-hmm. very early. I didn't know I was going to be in the States, but that's where I, my mind have always been. That's why I, you know, was taking, speaking French very seriously in Haiti. Not, every, not everybody does speak French. Our main mm-hmm. language is Creole, but depending on the school that you go to, you practice it, you learn everything is in French, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. End up speaking there, so that's why my motivation to learn multiple language from a very young age was always to connect, to mediate, to um, yeah, to to speak with other people who doesn't you know speak the same language as mm-hmm. me that can bring about change yeah. in my country. So that's wonderful. Yeah, so all those things cater to Vanderbilt to be the perfect fit for me mm-hmm. um, based on my background growing up. Yeah, and you graduated Vanderbilt in three years. Three and a half, yes. Three and a half. Four, yeah, three and a half. Yeah, because college um, was easy. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Jerry. Uh, yeah, three and a half. Jerry Vanderbilt, Very yeah, Jerry's new, world, easy. wonderful meaning. Yeah. Yeah. And then you told us, I didn't know this, you went on to UMass. Yes, I went on to UMass. I studied public policy. Okay. With a specific, you know, with a, I was very focusing on um, nonprofit law and management and immigration okay. policy. Mm-hmm. Um, as your master's there. Yeah, as my right? master's there, yeah. Okay. And how long were you at UMass for? Uh, about a year and a half because okay. I graduated early. Again? Again. Okay. okay. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pick up on the theme. Yes. Right. Um, that was easy. Yeah. 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 You know, looking back into it, I, you know, now that I'm playing professional basketball, that was a lot for me yeah. because, you know, focusing on both just as seriously and not just, you know. That's right. I was one of those basketball players who was going to, oh, I got to go to academic school. Mm-hmm. But now I was really doing my homework, you know. It took a toll on me for sure at the time. Right. But, um, yeah, my goal was always to, you know, balance the academic just as much as the athletic. So mm-hmm. I, was, I will say that I did check that box at that during that period of my life. Mm-hmm. So now that I, I mean, I'm focusing on basketball full-time, and I realize, man, if I was giving the same amount of energy I was giving school at the time, I don't think I would have gotten as much um, getting better now in yeah. basketball, yeah. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it takes everything. <laughs> so 
Yeah, because yeah. the level that you're at, this, yes. is what, this is what people do for a living. Exactly. So they're not just, you know, exactly <laughs> practicing every once in a while, playing. Exactly. Yeah, right. You, I mean, this is a very serious. It, as, as you said, we were talking before. I mean, the NBA is the best of the best. Yes. Right? It's the top 1% of the top yeah. 1% of the top 1%. Yes, exactly. So for you to try to make it in there, mm-hmm. right, your game obviously has to be elevated as well. Um, but after UMass, where'd you go? So after UMass, that's where the story gets interesting in my okay. life. Mm. Um, so I'm an international student. As an international student, we are here on a visa, uh-huh. a school visa. Right. It's called an I-20. So I applied to something called OPT, Optional Practical Training, mm-hmm. which is an extra year that all international students who are not STEM are entitled to get to work in the country and stay here. Okay. If they don't get it, they have to go back because their visa ends. Okay. Mm. So I applied for the OPT, get all my paperwork and applied. I was also planning to go play my first professional years in Australia, but that was during COVID. When COVID happened, oh my goodness. you know, yeah. COVID happened. That changes everything. That changes everything. Now, I sent my paperwork to immigration, I want to say March 10th. Exactly. Uh-huh. I requested my status change March 10th, and then I sent my paperwork April 4th, um, put it in a package April 4th, gathered all of them, and then it got to immigration April 10th. And then when I applied to get a job here, since um, the, the season was canceled in Australia, I applied to get a job. I got a job in healthcare in Nashville at this company called WellPath. Um, I was going to be a data analyst of clinical outcome, and... Around July 17th, I got an email. I, I mean, I got a letter that I was denied. Oh, I was denied wow. because of one day. The paper was delayed, and it got there one day late. Uh-huh. And then, because of that, wow. I had I was becoming illegal. I had, let's say, six months to leave the country, and it was in the middle of COVID. Which means you'd have to go back to Haiti. Exactly. Okay. In the middle of a global pandemic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was not by, an option for me. By one Day. By of one course. day. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And I'd been living in the country for the last 10 years, played basketball, and I tried to appeal yeah. the process. You know, you have to file something called motion to reopen. You get at least the decision, get all the, you know people to mm-hmm. back you up and explain everything. Mm-hmm. It ended up being denied, but thankfully, I had another option. Within the six months, I could keep my status by going back to school. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, um, I went back to school. So Jerry went back to school. And, <laughs> and, and finished that and too. I got an MBA. Um, I have four classes to finish it yeah. at Tennessee State University. I will say. At Tennessee State? Yeah. Okay. So Nashville. adding more to the pedigree. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I will say accounting is not my favorite. Gotcha. <laughs> accounting is not my favorite, wow. but it's a good, you know, it's a good class. Totally agree. But yes, yeah, so that's yes. what happened. So I went back to school uh, so I, because I needed to stay in the country legally and maintain right. my status. Thankfully, everything went through. And Trip. then at the time as well, I had given up in basketball. I didn't want to play anymore. And, um, and I was just focusing on finishing school, trying to maintain my status there. And okay, you know, go back to work. It wasn't until like you know, I was, I, I was doing school, and then I was training kids on the side, and then I had friends and family, you know, kind of telling me about, um, you know, I can still play. I'm still young, you know, you know, going back to work. You can always work and things like that. Mm-hmm. But 
I was, you know, I'm like, but I didn't quite feel it. Right. You know, right. it wasn't until I was training those kids and then there was this kid who basically didn't know how to play basketball. And I saw him get better after a month of just believing in him, training him. And he just started blossoming. Oh, cool. You know, and then I got inspired again. Yeah. And throughout my college, whether it's Vanderbilt or UMass, I felt like my development could have been better if I had a, a consistent coaching. Yeah. You know, because when I got there, I redshirted. And then automatically I thought about, you know, oh, I get to get my master's in, yeah. <laughs> in five years. So that was great. Mm. But after that redshirt year, the coach that recruited me left. New coach coming in, new system. Uh-huh. You have to force this guy mm-hmm. fit in your paws so that you didn't see him before. In. Right. So mm. that's why I graduated early from Vanderbilt and it didn't work out. Yeah. And then got to UMass. You know, I had a leadership role at the time. I, you know, I had great experience and then got to play with Trey Mitchell, um, mm. which I was really good as well. But it wasn't quite you know, what I wanted, you know. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's what, that's what made me go back to basketball again. This kid literally inspired the kid in me mm. to, hey, it's a game. Enjoy yeah. it while Enjoy you can. You have, can. <laughs> you have a certain yeah. amount of time. You're young, strong, healthy. Yeah, Give it strong a shot. and healthy. And then, you know, I talk, you know, called my agent and I talked to him. And then I moved back here um, in March and I was finishing my schooling. I, that's why I left the four classes open because – I was going to leave the country. I didn't have a visa to come back. So I kept the four classes open right, as so a reason come back and come, okay. to come back yeah. to get an I-20 yeah. again. For, um, for anybody out there yeah, thinking about immigration law, right? Yeah. You've just taken your first class yeah. <laughs> on immigration law. Yeah. During got, this podcast. During this podcast. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. But uh, it is a good reason for yeah, to come back because sure. you could always close yeah, it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, and then, you know, I went I trained and then... Thankfully, I got a, uh, an opportunity that came right away because I hadn't been playing for like two years. That that's really that was a, you know that was really hard to get something like that. So I went to Denmark, you know, started playing really well, and then we even won a championship. It was still challenging to get adjusted to the professional world. And while I was over there, I applied for a tourist visa to come back, and thankfully I got it, and I didn't need to use my. Mm-hmm. Four classes, so I'm on a tourist visa now that I'm back. Right. Um, But yeah, so that's. So let's just back up a little bit because I feel like this is a really special little twist of events. You were off by one day. I was off by one day, yes. In this whole immigration process, Mm -hmm. it changes the trajectory of where you're headed. You then have. Uh, this reigniting of, you know, just really the love for mm-hmm. the sport of basketball. Then through yes. a child yes. who is how old, he roughly? He was uh, 12. 12. 12-year-old. 12 yes. Tristan. And then didn't know how to play basketball. Tristan, who's 12, who doesn't know how to play yes. basketball, comes into your life because you're off by a day of an immigration process. And then it changes your course and trajects you into the, what, European... Yes. Um, league is that the correct yes. uh, terminology? League, yes. There you go. Um, really up to speed here on my yeah. <laughs> on my European basketball terms. But um, yeah. how incredible is that that you suddenly find yourself what two years later than um, in the in those shoes? It totally changes where you thought you would end up, right, from your mm-hmm. trajectory. But who are people? Mm-hmm. Um, in your life, with the exception of this Tristan, who's 12 years old, who have maybe 
made an impact on you. And I do also want to talk about your family and your time in Haiti because I believe mm -hmm. your dad is a um, yeah. diplomat, right? No, or my dad. No, my dad just owns several other businesses in Haiti okay. and so entrepreneur, and entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so not a diplomat, but no, I do want to. That's just my aspiration. So that's your aspiration. Okay, yeah. I knew there was something in there at some point. But yeah. who have been these people, if any, along your path, and specifically your young adult path, who have maybe um, poured into you or stand out as mentors? Mm. It's been a village, I will say, mm. um, because I came here when I was 15 years old. You know, and I'm. Looking back at my life in the last, I want to say, 11 years now, I'm like, how did I not, let's say, I don't know, after college or during college, drop out mm -hmm. or like, or even in high school? Mm -hmm. Because it's really hard. It's a, you know, because I had a lot of people from when the boarding school that I was in, one of the nurses there, she was so sweet. She was like a mother to me right away. She, she saw that kid in me that needed sort of a mortal figure and you know she was very welcoming and I would say that's where it starts you know with people God put in my life such as starting from the boarding school and then when I was leaving the boarding school finding my host family you mm -hmm. know and my host family you know when I was coming to visit them to make sure that you know I would get along with them mm -hmm. they showed me around personal at the time Noah Shelby be their little boy was going there and and yet Again, this decision alone, I feel like I, I could go on and on the, on the list of people who have an impact on my life. Mm. I think um, at, at the end of the day, it was just God, I guess, you know, protecting me to several people, whether it is um, my host family, the nurse, mm. Johnson Ellis, who I've, I've met here, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, who recently celebrated. His 60th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to go to Bible study with him a lot mm -hmm. um, at Bonton. So it's, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of people, even in Nashville. Even when I was um, going through this um, process, what should I do? Should I become an illegal immigrant? Should I just go back to Haiti? Mm -hmm. There was people who was supporting me, was there for me, said, Jerry, let's not make a survivor mode decision. Right. Let's think this through. Right. You know, things like that. And um, so, yeah, there's nothing in my journey that I can mm -hmm. take the credit for um, because um, yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. <laughs> that have supported me mm -hmm. this far um, well, that it I really, want to thank. Yeah. It really is a village. I mean, I would even say for most of us, right? And mm -hmm. I, I joke about that with my own two kids <laughs> and my family and parents, but it's true. I mean, when you look at someone and you look at their life, but specifically for someone like you who's got a slightly different story yeah. um, from most of the students here at Prestonwood. Mm -hmm. um, it's so wonderful to hear how folks rallied around you. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Catch us up to speed on your childhood and actually coming to PCA, because I know we kind of jumped right in, <laughs> yeah. went straight to, hey, what have you been doing since graduation? Yeah. That's an incredible story. Um, but really back us up a little bit to when you first came to Prestonwood and you mentioned having a host family and how that mm -hmm. process happened. So, yeah, like I never thought in my life that, you know, I would end up coming to the States using basketball as a vehicle to get my education and things like that. I didn't know how to play basketball, you know, until <laughs> when I got here. 
um, and I'm still working on it. <laughs> and um, I'm and still tell, understanding and, the and game. And tell our listeners, how, how tall are you? I'm about 6'10". Uh, uh, yeah, on a good day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 6'10", yeah. that's what I go with. But, you know, a lot of people think that I'm taller than that. So, um, so were you a very good athlete? In Haiti, just a very tall. Not even I was mostly academic. I really? was always, you know, always that's smart. the thing. All like, the I, all, <laughs> that's it. I love, I love the idea you're working with a group and um, trying to solve a case. You know, trying mm-hmm. to think about different things and get, mm-hmm. seeing somebody else see something different as you. I didn't really like calculus per se, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like me neither, Jerry. You know, yeah. like but you know, but the others, <laughs> the 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 cycle. The psychology side of you know how of the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've always enjoyed that, and you know also writing a paper. I mean, I remember when I was graduating early, um, I had to write basically like seventy-five pages of paper in like maybe like a month or so, mm. and putting all those things together and having to read your work mm-hmm. and I'm like wow, that's yeah. why you know no again mm-hmm. to me the education part knowing. How to think, what to think about, and now I'm <laughs> learning to unlearn certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, to, it's a constant evolving. You know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. I guess that was always what I'm, what I gravitate towards. And you get to see people you haven't seen in ten years. You get to like, oh, I see. Mm. You know, you get to like, okay, I see, I see mm-hmm. where he's at. You know, you're not mm-hmm. judgmental, but you know, there's a lot. You see the path. Yeah, you yeah. see the path. Yeah. You see it. Yeah. You know. Um, again, to go back to your question, you know. For me, um, going to Prestonwood was, um, I would say, through, it was my host family. You know, yeah. I, I, they were already, they had already, their son was already there, and and at the time as well, you know, Julius Randle was going there, um, Mickey mm-hmm. Mitchell, and you know, I watched them win the, chip, the state championship that yeah. year, mm-hmm. and then I was also, you know, I was always. I was inspired then as well, you know, like that could be me one day. Mm. And thankfully enough, I won my first state championship in 2015. And, wow. um, but yeah, it was, you know, being around winners, being around, being in the right environment. Mm-hmm. When I first came to visit, when my host family showed me around, I just felt like that's where God wanted me to be. And, mm. and the people that I've connected with, um, Mrs. Smith, the librarian, still. Yeah. You know, still here. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite teachers was, you know, Miss Novlin, Sarah Novlin. She was an mm-hmm. English teacher. Mm-hmm. She was the one that recommended me C.S. Lewis. Um, yeah. At the time, I was asking big questions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were wise, you know, asking big questions. Why am I here? Well, you know, what's, right. what's the Bible real about? You know, like, so. Yeah. The questions we're really pushing students to ask. Yeah. Yeah. To not put blinders up, but to really dig deeper and ask the why. Yeah. yeah. Very, I was just, I thought. You know, I was thinking about trying to find some answers, and um, that's why one of my favorite verses is, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto you. I was seeking, you know, I was seeking for yeah. answers, and yeah. thankfully I had, you know, good people around me that was like, hey, here's where to look, here's where to, you know, you can stop there. You know, mm. there, that might not, there might not be an answer to this question. But yeah, anyway, I know I would go on a tangent, but that's still oh. part of my journey. We go on all <laughs> and kinds school, of tangents. You know, yeah, and school. Sarah Novlin is uh-huh. down in Austin teaching. Yeah. Right? Stay in touch with her. She was one of our favorite teachers. Yeah. Loved her. Too bad she yeah. left. 
I think her husband got a job somewhere else. It's like, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but, we somehow uh, always find a way to mention Austin in every single podcast. <laughs> Have you I, noticed I that? It, yeah, I do. In yeah. every single one, we've had, just, had a theme. <laughs> there's always something about Austin in there. Anyway, Jerry, Jerry what, what? So, what's the plan um, now? Right. As you're, yeah. as you're sitting here right now, what, yeah. what is what is the next? I, I, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we talked about law school when you were here, right? Because you thought about, hey, I want to go to law school. I want to go. I know. Diplomat. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this. As you're sitting here and as you're talking, I'm just telling you, your mind yes. is bent towards law school. Correct. Mm. So, so as a person who went to law school, right, you, you have it. You love to read. You love to think critically. Mm. Uh, it's yes, a fantastic critically. tool for every aspect of mm-hmm. life. Now, it may not help you on the court. So, yeah. so if you're if you're <laughs> dedicated to getting back on the court and trying that out, yeah. right? I say go for it, mm-hmm. right? Because law school and trying to play basketball don't go together. They do not. No. But when you're when you're done with basketball, mm-hmm. right? Whenever you put those you know those shoes up and you put the ball away and you're like, hey, I'm done with pursuing this, whatever that is, and I hope it's a long time from now. Mm-hmm. But whenever that happens, you ought to think about law school. You'd yeah, be absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, with, uh, along with your other 17 degrees that you have, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 that you finished yeah. early, right. law school would be a fantastic. Fit yeah. for you. I but, used to hire attorneys, so I completely yeah. agree with Dan. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you're you're trying to get into the NBA. Yeah. That's the plan. That's I, as a my player. absolute goal for yeah. sure. I think to answer your question, then is you know my plan is to take the next step. Yeah. You know, <laughs> take the next step, and I'm training mm-hmm. right now. I'm, you know, wherever I hope to get signed at, and that's where I'll go. But that right now, that's outside of my control. Um, but I have thought about, you know, things that I can do that can help prepare me for when, let's say, if the game stops for me tomorrow. You just never know. You know right. just So um, there is, you know, you guys, Veronica, you mentioned that, you know, you're learning about <laughs> immigration, you know, mm. stuff. And I think at a very young age, you know, being 15 years old, you know, having lived in the U.S. for the last... 11 years and then finding out that okay you get to go back to a country and mm-hmm. then that you haven't been in the last 10 years mm-hmm. you know i went back to haiti this summer for the first time in 10 years mm-hmm. and it was because in the last 10 years i feared that if i go back i wouldn't come back right you know right. thankfully i took all those steps on my own get my visa in denmark and go back to haiti and see my dad and seeing the country i no longer have the survival mode, the skin, to mm. live there the same. You know, it's so dangerous right now that, you know, when I was there, I only spent two days. You know, I didn't trust that I would come back because uh, right. in peace because, you know, as the world is getting more and more dangerous in the, mm-hmm. let's say, first world countries, mm. it's getting even worse. Right. And, more hopelessness and you know and the poor countries yeah. for those who don't know that Haiti is the poorest country in the Americas so um yeah yeah I Haiti think, is the poorest country right now yeah and you know with all the natural well. disasters the corruption our president mm-hmm. was assassinated in his own <laughs> in yeah. his own home yeah. last summer yeah. that's why I said I wanted to become a team yeah, past tense. <laughs> but anyway <laughs> you know whatever yeah. God yeah. called you to do you know you can you can be right. wherever you are if if you're not living that out, then you're not really feeling like you're successful. But um, yeah. but yeah, as I was saying, I, towards immigration, like I think about okay, what would I wish I'm telling my 15 year old self right now yeah. in order to navigate the immigration process and to not feel like you know, Haiti is 
you know, oh man, I'm scared I can't go back. You know, mm. you know, oh, I'm scared I can't go to Europe or somewhere there. And there's this possible <laughs> immigration consultant um, business or company that I want to start to basically help kids or whether it is high school or college to basically help them navigate that because I can relate to them. I can mm -hmm. understand what they're trying to do before mm -hmm. a lawyer can or there are certain things they might not be able to share with the lawyer mm -hmm. and they don't usually I didn't have the money to pay to pay and I spent a lot of money. Mm -hmm. All those steps to go back to school to file for this, you know. Yeah. There was a lot of money spent, you know, I think by trying to be the middleman, which is still like ambassador, yeah. <laughs> you know, by the middleman for them in a sense to try to tell them, hey, you know, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Have you thought about this? Here's what I went through, and we've, we, we're trying to do the same thing here. Here's how I can help you be aware of it. So when the time comes, so you'll be, you know, you'll be handling it better than I can, so you don't have to get denied by one day, you know? Because it's a lot. You think about school, you think about graduating, you think about getting a job in the middle of a pandemic. Right. I even got a job in the middle of the pandemic, you know, like, right. and then I got denied. You know what I mean? All those things. And, yeah, welcome to adulthood, but your, adult, <laughs> you know, your adulthood as an international student is different. Right. There's a lot more you have to right. be aware of, you have to stay on top of, you know what I mean? And so navigate, I think yeah. being able to, like, educate them and that and trying to at least, hey, before you see a lawyer, let's talk. And mm. here's what a lawyer will tell you. And you'll spend $400 for that piece of information. But instead, you might, you're not going to spend that much. Right. That would be a terrific avenue for you to go down. I mean, I think we've talked about all of the endless possibilities and opportunities that Dan and I see for you, if we're sitting here as your career advocates. <laughs> no, but in all, in all seriousness, I feel like it's just very evident to me talking to you that obviously that's a little desire that's been placed into your heart. You've got this incredible current dream that you're very much pursuing of basketball right that you're that you're going down and it's just going to be so terrific to see where the lord leads you because um what i think is so cool about you jerry is that a you're sitting here you're so authentic you're so down to earth you're you're vulnerable and honest in a sense that you are just like hey i am interested in this 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 i have experienced this, 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 mm -hmm. and I just feel like you're the type of person that really, I mean, God uses all of us, but I think he's just got some really special things in store for you. Um, and I, I know I say we've got special guests all the time, but I'm sitting here really just like having a moment of almost anticipation for you to see where these next, mm -hmm. you know, seasons of life lead you. Um, really special stuff. So. Thank you, Veronica. Yeah. 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 I, I love, um, and I think I've always loved this about you, is your humility. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, we're, we're talking about you, so you have to talk about yourself, which is very nice. Um, yeah, but it, it's, it's yeah. funny how you, you, even when you were here, um, you were a tremendously humble young man, and you've maintained that. Uh, and I think um, for those who have um, specific talents in our culture, especially for those who have athletic talents, um, there are so many people who place you on a pedestal, um, and it's very easy to become mm -hmm. uh, conceited and, mm -hmm. you know, sort of self-aggrandizing and things like that. And, and you have not done that. Mm -hmm. um, you're still the same Jerry that you were when you when you came, you know, six degrees later, 
right? In a few right, years. Right. Um, but it's just, it's, you know, I think, you know, I love that about you. Um, I also love that you work hard, uh, you know, it, whether it's on the court, whether it's off the court, mm-hmm. right? That, that you just continue to um, push hard and pursue after things that God places in front of you and saying, hey, if, you know, as long as I can go after that, I'm going to go after that. I'm going to do my very best in that. Uh, so I just, I applaud you for those particular um, skill sets. And I just, I hope that, uh, you know, that God uses you in great and mighty ways because uh, you just, you know, you're, you're a great guy. Mm-hmm. You really are. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're, you're one of those, you know, kind of just kind of neat personalities. And I know that when you walk into a room, obviously your physical presence, right, obviously commands attention, mm-hmm. right? But you have the whole package, right? It's not just a physical presence. You bring uh, an emotional, right, a mental and a spiritual mm-hmm. presence along with you, which I think a lot of people with your physical presence simply don't have. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a very unique thing about you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. No, God made you, um, he made all of us with intent, but he really, really did with you. Um, anything, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, for sure. Um, anything you would tell our alumni listening? So yeah. the Prestonwood alums who are. They're out there, they're, they clicked yeah. on it because they saw, right, Jerry Baptiste, and I wonder what he's doing. So exactly. Give, give, give them a word of uh, yeah. encouragement or advice. Yeah, I, I mean, one thing that I would tell them is like, you know, is to go back where you came from, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to see what what you can do better for the ones that have helped you. Yeah. Like I think one of the things that I'm very grateful for now is like to be going back to this basketball gym and seeing you know all the verses you know mm-hmm. the righteousness as bold as lion mm-hmm. you know those reminders you know when <laughs> I was in Denmark you know it was there was not a you know, it's not you like you didn't a, quite have that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. quite have yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't quite have that environment. It makes you grateful for it, and then you know, go back to the teachers yeah. that inspired you. You know, yeah. talk to them. You know, like tell them what you're up to. Connect with them, and again, it's just like pass down the blessing <laughs> to your mm. to the to the to the others. You know that you know that you see yourself in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what I would tell them because um. I mean, since I've been here training and being able to see some of the alumni, being able to see Preston, yeah, you know, I mean, we had a great, great lunch the other yeah. day. At, now, Pre- at now, Preston tells me a story, and you gotta, you gotta tell me if this is true or not. Okay, yeah. um, he was a couple of years younger than you were, right? Yeah. But he played basketball. Yes. But he came home one day and he said, um, "I blocked Jerry going in for a dunk." Uh, I don't think I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He may have blocked me from the back. Very possible. I don't I will know. give him that. I don't know. I, 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 I don't remember. He just said, if, he said you're going in for some windmill yeah, dunk. And he came if, out of nowhere did, and stuffed you know, it. If and he did, you know. Yes. Jerry's incredibly <laughs> honest. Did, Gracious very, and you know, honest. Like, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember, but... um. Yeah. Like, I loved his toughness, yeah. and I, mm. it's been great catching yeah. up with him. You know, we're going to get lunch again soon. Um, mm. Yeah, but to go back to your question, mm-hmm. Veronica, that's what I would say, you know, to connect with the, with the you know, some of your classmates again. Mm-hmm. Even though it might be alcohol, it's like, hey, mm. what's your yeah. name again? I know, <laughs> but it's totally you know fine. I know, you totally just got to rip that like, Band-Aid off. He's, that's like, right. the yeah, he's yeah. like the best spokesperson for Life Talk. Right, because right? it's like it's true. Yeah, come back and find out what's going on. Right, right. walk yeah. walk the halls, yeah. call yeah. Veronica, send her yes. an email, and say, "Hey, I want to come back and see the school." Yeah, I right? will do a happily, podcast. It's happily like, do yes. that. Yeah. Happily do that. Welcome and back. Catch people up, but really, it's it. it's all for the benefit of you know the alumni and yourself Amen. and reconnecting, and you get this kind of 
you know, like you said, you were in the gym and you were training and you saw the the verses and yeah, and, remind you. and you know, yep. the, it really does remind you and some people will go, oh, great, you know, and they might have that taste in their mouth or experience. But at the end of the day, it's just different. And the rest of the world is just yep. does not put that same level of encouragement mm-hmm. and support yep. and like we are for you mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, Amen. I love that. That was some great advice. Um, any final closing words? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're, we're going to be praying for Jerry. We are. Right. For these this next journey, this next phase of your life, wherever it takes you, however long you get to pursue the basketball. And then, right, as we said, yeah. whenever you're done with that, call us and we'll get you into law school. Yeah, and that's true. On that. Well, I'll help <laughs> you with your cover letter. <laughs> Amen. Thank so Amen. Thanks Thank for coming you. in, Jerry. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Life Talk. We love hearing the stories of what God is doing in and through the lives of our alumni. If the Lord is doing something amazing in your life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And until then, let your life talk.